Welcome, everybody, to today's episode of Yankee Chronicles Podcast on YouTube. I'm Bobby, and I am here with Evan. And today we are going to be discussing the 162-game season and what could be done to minimize it and help the health of the players. But before we get into that, we do want to give you a heads up that if you can give us a moment of your time and check out statementgames.com, which is a great website for all your fantasy, a unique perspective of fantasy sports. And as always, visit docadamsbaseball.org and learn about the founder of the game. Evan, you, uh, it came out a day or so ago that Manfred is, wants to pretty much go full steam ahead with the 2021 season with full spring training, 162 games. I think a better option would be if you minimize the season, give a little more wiggle room for um, off days, makeup days, making sure that the players don't aren't overworked, um, and bring it to a 142 game season. So you'll take 40 games off, and you give the owners the option. You know, you, you let them have the expanded playoffs for another year. Mm-hmm. So that more teams can get a little bit more out of that postseason money. Do you think that is a, a logical way to go into this season? I think it is for the fans, but I think unfortunately the owners are so steadfast on making that money back. Um, but they need to evaluate whether they're going to have fans in the stands or not anyway, because they that's the reason they didn't make the money. You know, they had a 60-game season – but look at how many issues we had with the scheduling conflict. So that's why I think you do need to remove a certain amount of games so that you can have that flexibility because teams like the Cardinals, I believe the Marlins, the Yankees had like a rain delay and postponement every other game. I mean, they had all these double headers that had to be seven innings, which was not fun to watch. Um, so yeah, I think the schedule is an issue. And I think we still have an uptick on COVID cases. It's like, are they, are they waiting and hoping that the the vaccines are going to come out and bring everything back to normal by the time the baseball season starts? Maybe, but I don't think that's going to happen until like March, April, May, if we're lucky. So um, I think they need to push it back a little bit, maybe cancel spring training or cut spring training in half and do a 142 game season or even less, maybe do 122. Yeah, I think I think the 160 reaching 162 games is too much of a long shot with all these different uncertainties with what's going on globally. You know, um, travel restrictions. You know, Toronto doesn't even know where they're going to be playing this year. You know, they can't play. They can't keep going into you know going from Canada to the United States. So they're going to be most likely. You know, starting their season playing in, in uh, that park in Buffalo. Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why they haven't signed any free agents because, you know, why would you want to sign knowing that you might be in a minor league park for at least a year, maybe even two? Who knows how long this is going to be? Because, you know, I know Buffalo did a great job of supporting that team last year and making them really be, you know, the Toronto Blue Jays in Buffalo. But – it was still uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable to watch. I hated the Yankees going up to Buffalo, mostly because we sucked up there for some reason. It's like yeah. we can't hit the ball out of a goddamn minor league park. 
<laughs> yeah, the, those, those were rough games. They were rough games. Um, so, yeah, I, I, think that, I think the travel issues are enough to have to move about 20 or 40 games off the schedule um, so that you can do that. I mean, like I said, they talked about a 60-game schedule last year and then fought for months while the players tried to negotiate, you know, 140, one this, one that, and it got all the way down to 60. We can't really have that level of bullshit again this year. You know, you, they need to come up with a plan and they need to do it before the season gets underway because if you've looked, everything in baseball right now seems to be on hold. No one's signing. The trade market is, you know, there have been big moves, but I wouldn't say the trade market is anything special right now. It's kind of just stagnant. Um, you know, you got to get these players signed and you got to market them and get them on the field. And it's just baseball constantly mishandles all of this. Yeah. And we don't even know. The one thing they haven't addressed, are they going to do where – are they going to have the same travel schedules as they did in the previous year? You know, are, are the Yankees going to be able to go to, to Anaheim, you know, or to Houston? Or do they have to stay in, in the East Coast or the Central or the West? So they haven't even addressed that part of the schedule with, with any of that. So I think they're really putting the horse in front of, the, you know, the, the cart in front of the horse because they still haven't ironed out all the details of it. And they just said, well, we're going to, you know, Every other league is starting on time or on a schedule, so well we have to do the same thing. But with baseball, that's that's not realistic because of the length of the season, all the travel that goes on. You know, that's a good point too. Because if if you look at the product on the field, it's less fun when you're constantly playing the same team because you can't travel anywhere else. Yeah. You know, I don't mind playing Baltimore a bunch of times or the Blue Jays, but when you're only playing Baltimore, Blue Jays, Red Sox a few times, Tampa Bay, like it just – it it gets so stagnant. And I hate Houston, but I would have loved to see us, you know, kick their ass last year. They were a terrible team, and we probably would have beat them almost every time. Yeah, but it really – it doesn't help the – success of a team if you're only playing the bad teams because then you then no i understand that but i'm saying you didn't play you we played what five teams last year yeah. i wanted to play every team you know they should have figured it out to at least have a few games here and there where you could have seen it because there was a drastic difference um you know with Houston, with what they did during the season and what they did in the playoffs and it would have been nice to at least see that plan had we you know had to play them in the playoffs. We got lucky, I guess, and didn't have to. But that, that was a dreadful playoffs because of that. Yeah. You know, I also think, you know, one way to fix this is, as we talked about um, already, was suspending interleague play for a year and minimizing the games that way. Um, you'll still, I still would like to see them have the Subway Series or the Beltway Series you know, because there's really there's, – it's something that the cities of those games, they look forward to for the revenue. Yeah. You know, and we know baseball is more about profit than product. So – 100%. 
I think those games, you know, so you would still see, you know, the Orioles and the Nationals and the Dodgers and Anaheim, the Yankees and the Mets, you know, Tampa and Miami, you know. So those games I would keep, but I would get rid of all the other in, in, uh, the interleague games. Yeah, and, you know, I preferred, if you remember, maybe 10 years ago, they used to do limited interleague play. So it was something special. I mean, you could go five to 10 years without seeing, say, the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. You know, you didn't see the same team every year. And I, I used to love that. I think it was something special in the game. And they changed it because, like you said, they want to make the revenue on as many matchups as possible. Yeah. But I, I've always liked the idea that we were kind of the only – sport where you kind of only see that National League team if you make it against them in the World Series. I, I just I, – I like something about that. I don't know why. Yeah. So, you know, there, there are multiple options that baseball can go to to ensure that the season is a successful season, but also understanding the restrictions of what's going on in the country and in, in, on, in the globe. So baseball needs to kind of step back on, you know, you know, pull their words back a little bit and, and rethink how they want to market their season because I think they're off to a terrible start. It's terrible. I mean, when's the last time we heard from Rob Manfred? I mean, he's not doing anything. <laughs> no, no press conference, no, no nothing. So, you know, he's filtering out a couple of things to the, you know, to the MLB network. But other than that, you really – everybody's been very quiet. There's no news going on except for speculations. You know, we've had a couple of, you know, teams make some good signs and bring in some good players, you know, which is always good to see. You know, teams building, you know, building themselves up. But they need to really think, you know, think twice about how they want to, evaluate, you know, go about this season. Yeah. Because if they try to push for 162, it's gonna they're gonna end up with egg on their face. I agree. Um, you know, so is there any? Was there anything else? Any other ideas you had for how this how this season can go off without any issues? It's tricky because I really I don't trust Manfred to do it something that would jeopardize how much money they make. So, you know, altering the season with less gameplay is not something anyone wants to do unless you're the fan. We want to see the best product on the field. They want to see the most, you know, dollars in their bank accounts. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I wish that Manfred would focus on – appeasing the fans in a way that we would, you know, like I said, reward them by spending our money on the product. There's a reason why the NFL and basketball are hugely more popular in this country. I mean, there's more to do in both of them. They're more interactive. They got better product on the field. They market their players significantly better. I mean, remember a few years ago when the salary cap went up and the contracts that they were giving players were insane. I mean, there was a... I can't remember which player it was, but someone went to like Miami for like four years, $75 million. It's a fucking bench player. He's like the 11th player on the team out of a team of 12. So it's, you know, stuff like that. And you, and everyone in the, in the league as fans know who that player is because they, they even market the little guys. 
name a average player in Major League Baseball, and I guarantee a casual fan will have no idea who it yeah. is. It's like when we talk about Whit Merrifield, you know, it's yeah. people go, you know, they have to look it up just to make sure that, you know, they think they know who we're talking about, yep. but they just need to make sure instead of it, you know, for us, you hear a name. Right. And it's like, okay, you know, like Merrifield or somebody just mentioned like a pro far out of the blue. Yep. Already know who that is. And, and it's interesting that you say that because with Whit Merrifield, it's, it's two reasons why people don't know who he is. One, Kansas City doesn't market him well. That's not their fault. I think that's the league. But two, Kansas City in general is a team that no one really, you know, cares about. Yeah. So, all right. Well, what we'll do is we're going to uh, finish this up tomorrow. Tune back in tomorrow. We're going to be talking about how a condensed season will benefit um, pitchers, catchers, and players overall. So tune in for our opinions on that tomorrow. On behalf of everybody, YankeeChronicles.com, I hope everybody has a good day. Stay safe. Stay smart. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a Take good care, day. guys.